0: Well, this week on Reliving the Extreme, I said Lee Living, Reliving the Extreme, we are going to discuss the episode of ECW from July the 25th, 1995. Of course, I am Nate Maxson, along with my brother Aaron. Hey. And Mr. Chad Austin. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. It is coming up. Um, The, don't know what kind of mother I am, but the, the, uh, (laughs) the episode of ecw that we're going to review this week takes place in florida and we will get into all that momentarily but i think we would be remiss if since the last time we uh, did a show um the passing of jerry springer and i know chad you have discussed um just briefly a few times on the show um, of your experiences on springer um haven't gone too deep into it i didn't know if you wanted to to recap or recall any of that or any of your memories of being on the show or interacting with Jerry himself. I, uh yeah, I, yeah, actually,
1: um a lot of people don't even really know this, but me and um me and Mr. Springer became like actually like not great friends, but we became friends. Because I think at some point he realized that he had seen me on the fucking stage <laughs> like three or four times, you know, and then, he's, and then he he realized like, hey, here's something going on with this guy. Because um, I don't know legally what I can and can't say. Um, Springer's not always. Um, hi, you, you, you say it, Aaron. It's not always on the up and up. It's a work. Okay, <laughs> that's all I needed. I needed somebody to say
2: there's it's an a work. With, there's an episode with the Iron Sheik and Pitbull Two on it. <laughs> that, that's how
1: hard. That's how I got the <laughs> fucking job, Aaron. I'm glad. I'm glad you remembered that episode <laughs> because I'm sitting there watching the show. I'm going. It's a fucking Iron Sheik. And I see Pitbull on there, and I saw um, I, I know I saw like four or five other wrestlers that were way lesser known than the Iron Sheik, and I'm thinking, how did the Iron Sheik like like get on the show and slip through like their scrutiny of uh, screening and somebody not uh, not know they are the Iron Sheik? You know what I mean? How did that happen? But it, it, it all. It all happened when, um, I, I want to say it was like 2002. It was, it was, uh, this, this is how it happened. Like a nutshell, um, after the Iron Sheik episode, my promoter, Danny McDevitt from MCW, he got in contact with a guy from Springer and said, look, I see you have pro wrestlers on there. I got some guys that you might be interested in that don't look like pro wrestlers. Right. You know, they're not big guys. They're, you know, they're not jacked up guys and he said well send me out a couple of guys and he sent me out with a couple other guys and all i can tell you is if if all you want to do is have me walk out there and make fun of somebody dude shit (laughs) that's my job pal (laughs) so they had me go out there on my first show um i was cheating on some fucking slob with her slob fucking wife and then her slob girlfriend and then at the end of the day, I'll suppose we sleeping on cheating on her with her mother or whatever. And believe me, when I say they were slobs, they almost wish they were slobs. They were like way the slobs. Oh, the Rosati sisters. It was the Rosati's uh trios. And and like I, I, all I do is I went out there and I did the fucking show. And after it was over, the producer of the show, he grabbed me, he kissed me. I don't, you know. I don't know shit from Shinola how did you know shit works, and uh, he grabbed me and he's like, "You're so great." And then a few months later, he calls me back, and he's like, "Hey, look, look, we're taking um, we're taking the crew to Jamaica, and you know, can you go to Jamaica?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever." And and he took like and McDevitt was there from MCW, and it was a it was a half a dozen wrestlers that went that did the shows, but he also had his crew of fucking um. Wackpackers, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you know who Wackpackers are? Howard Stern, people, mm-hmm. you know, the midget, the, whatever. He also he also, also has his crew of Wackpackers that went and we were just down there and I don't know, I did some show where I had to wear my women's, my mom's underwear or some shit. and I was doing the, if you watch it, dude, Aaron, you appreciate this. I was doing the Kurt Angle. Like when you, if you ever see the video of me like strutting down the beach, I'm gonna find the DVDs and I'm gonna put them up there sooner or later. But when I I was strutting down the beach wearing my women's underwear, I did the Kamala where I touched my toes. Like <laughs> I did I did that and I did the, the Kurt Angle strut. Um like down the beach. Like I was trying to I was trying to put every little subliminal like pro wrestling thing I could in there while I'm wearing this women's lingerie underwear thing. <laughs> And keep in mind, I'm not a woman. I have fucking balls. Like there is no chance to these <laughs> little fucking this little lacy gimmick. No chance. So I'm just walking around the whole entire time with my balls just hanging out. You know, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm at a nudist new, resort, so it really didn't matter. So, so yeah, I was just um, it it was it was it was also real. And and that, that's the that's the opportunity that got me to sleep on a midget. I, w- I would have never thought of a fucked a midget in my life, but put me in Jamaica in a fucking in a
0: toga.
2: I'm going home with a midget. It's funny, it's 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 kind of ironic.
0: You go well, you on Jer- you go on Jerry you go on Jerry Springer, and then in real life you wind up doing something you'd admit to on Jerry Springer. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Like
2: uh, well, now you and Nancy something. Sullivan have you and Nancy Sullivan have two things in common now.
1: It, I, would, I would love for Nancy Sullivan to cover one of my cases.
2: You both the You both had What? That's
1: so all I would say. What? What, what am <laughs> I being accused of? <laughs> he'd, been, he'd been accused of sleeping with a midget. Well, I, I would tell her, not only was I accused of that, I also threw her across the fucking room a tossed her. Because when I took her back to the room, the person I was supposed to be in the fucking room with um no showed, so I had a two bed room and I took both the beds and I put them together. And when I took fucking Cheryl back to the room, when we stepped into the door, I said, Hang on a second, and she's there for what? And I grabbed her underneath her arms, and I just threw her across the room, and she's like bounced up or whatever. And I said, She goes, Why do you do that thing? Because I've always wanted to, I'm like. <laughs> When, when, when was the last time I was ever going to get? When was the next time I was going to get a chance to toss a midget? Much less like sleep with one.
2: And my friends were walking, I
1: didn't,
2: I didn't Should have said, "At least it isn't the ocean." Like I'm just fucking tossing it in a fucking bed. I just, I'd
1: see the tide just pushing her back in, <laughs> a little midget in a toga thing. Yeah, see, I, I had, I had no intentions on doing anything like that. But we were we were at the after party and we were all wearing togas and she was wearing a pillowcase and and we were standing around and I just said, "Hey Cheryl, I was thinking about going back to my room and having a little bit of sex. Did you care to join me?" And she just <laughs> said, "All right." <laughs> and, and I looked at I looked at McDevitt, I looked at Danny. Uh, I don't remember who else was there, but I, I know it was Danny and somebody else. And I looked at him and he goes, "You have to, you know." You gotta do this, and I was like,
0: "All right, well, whatever." Did you <laughs> yeah. realize? Did you realize at the time the beauty of the line "little bit of sex"? No,
1: I, I just, I just knew I had to do it for the story. <laughs> All right, man. I mean, I might not, I, I might not win another wrestling belt again, but I can go out on the microphone and say, "You did fuck a fucking midget." You might be the the mid Atlantic heavyweight champion or the whatever. Yeah, but did you fucking mention? New nope. so, <laughs> second rate <laughs> By I'll, the way, I'll, did you know what did you know I have a show coming up? No. I'm gonna I'm coming out of retirement. No shit. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I don't know what the fuck's the matter with this fucking company. They must really be lacking talent. It's uh it's in July too. More information will come, but Total Quality Management, which was one of the hottest characters in Maryland Championship Wrestling, which spun off the hottest characters in MCW, me and Dino, are doing a a 25th anniversary show for the company, uh, Maryland Championship Wrestling, and I think we're going to do the whole entire, it's going to be like kicks, from what I understand, we're going to start off as like Total Quality Management. And then we're gonna go through the whole involvement of how we got rid of everybody and became who we are, like all in one show, which I, I think is cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have did it if I didn't think it was all right, because when, when, when we're I, I'm wrestling the headbangers. Seriously. Come on. <laughs> how about the <laughs> keep her there? <laughs> Can't can we just wrestle Moondog
0: Rex? Does MCW have? Um, I know. I know the the nowadays in wrestling the word TV is different. Do they have like a YouTube page or anything where they have a show, like a weekly show? Yeah, nothing that nothing that would be worth pushing.
1: Like they don't. Okay. There's nothing that like. Um, we used to have a show on cable access. Now it's on YouTube, but it's not. It's nothing like you would. It ain't destinations. You know, viewing. Right. And I don't know why. I don't know why. I, I met with I've met with the owners who people that I've trained from the company and did business with and I I presented them with a business model um look I can do this I can do this I can do this but you need to go here mm-hmm. kind of thing because we have several I mean you guys are the same way you guys are in Ohio you guys are lucky if you even got cable so everything you know is VHF UHF UHF so why couldn't you go to a local station, you know? If you're running local shows, then
0: take your bicycle
1: your tape to a local station, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. You know, you know who do, actually does a really good job with that is uh and, and since Al Snow took it over, OVW does. I actually watched their show on YouTube and it's not it's not too bad. Um, but yeah, they did they do a good job like presenting it locally, doing like old school, like all the, you know, all the local businesses have their shit on the ring and they have the local sponsors and they've got the, the kind of the territory thing down in 2023. It's, it's kind of crazy. Like I didn't expect to see it when I saw that the show was on YouTube. I thought, I didn't think it would be, I didn't think it would look as local as it does, but actually still be really good. That's funny you say that
1: because um, I've never seen one second of it. But if I was, if you would have told me that Al Snow was running uh, a weekly TV show of anything similar like that, I would have have totally guessed that. That's that's what Al Snow knows. That's what I know that, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, you guys know it probably more than me because we never really saw it in Northeast with the WWE. But you guys got to see
0: all the spot shows with the, you know, buy here, pay here. Yeah, <laughs> Sp- sponsored by by some such and such attorney at law. Yeah, yeah, you know what I
1: mean, right? But we ne- we never really had that up here. Up here it was um, we had bought shows, but down there, you guys would get guys that would sponsor the shows and stuff like that. And I remember working for when I was working for Bert, um, like all Bert's Bert's uh, sponsorships, he was doing the fucking reads for every single one of them. He had a pawn, like, literally, you know how good your wrestling show is when, like, three quarters of your, you have a you have a used car dealership that's $99 a month, any car in the parking lot. <laughs> right? No credit 99. required. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> any car. You don't even need a license. <laughs> no, they never had, they had. No license, no title, no nothing. It's $99. <laughs> any car <laughs> in the parking lot is yours. And then in the next segment, after he come back from go back from break, he's pitching some other pawn shop thing or, or whatever. And I'm like, all right, well, I see the writing's <laughs> on the wall here. Not to mention that burger joint that he was always talking about. But I don't think they were a sponsor. I think he was just fucking hungry. He
0: was just hungry. On <laughs> his burnt breakfast. Burger breakfast. Anything anything else, Aaron or Chad, before we get into the uh, the show review here? Well, I don't know. Yeah, I, I I tell,
1: all I can tell you is I, I've about had enough of working at Walmart. i tell you that shit. Sam, bet- Sam's had about enough of me, dude. <laughs> I can't stop these people fast enough. I don't know. They, they've come up with so many excuses. The best one was the other day was, it was, oh, she's got my receipt. All right, she goes by. I go, hey. She says, "You have your her receipt for the, the sodas, whatever." She goes, "I ain't with her." Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I said, All right, I've never I've never heard that one. Have that. That's right.
0: Boom, bye, ya. We are reviewing the episode of ECW from July the twenty fifth, nineteen ninety five, and get uh, la fee. We skipped we skipped last week's TV episode because it was literally just the footage from the heat wave show that we watched last week. So didn't watch that one. We move on here and now ECW. This show takes place in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And that was that's that's the intro. Pretty much Joey talking about the um the uh, fuck the armory. It's not the armory. The arena, David's yeah. arena, right? Yeah, and this is a this is a nice little tour through Florida for ECW that we are embarking on here um, it was kind of a nice little
1: tour <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't um, it wasn't the greatest financial experience they've ever had but yeah they got um, I, I would think I, I, in honesty, I would think it was a 6040 you know. Mm-hmm. They may have lost sixty percent of you know of what they invested in, it, but you know, but what they gained in the future, Aaron, was uh, or Nate um, uh, is that they um, they had to open that market up. They had to they explored that market, which they would have never you know because of the Sunshine Network. They had to do business with them,
0: right? You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just I was, like I, I it's just like there. I've it's just like I've mentioned before the Sunshine Network. I don't know why, but on cable in Ohio, we got the Sunshine Network, and that was the first—that was the first ECW TV that I saw was on the Sunshine Network. And this
2: actually becomes a building for them when they can when they keep going back to Florida, because they have, uh, I think, two pay-per-views there. I think.
1: I think so. Yeah. I know. Yeah, a- and it was, it was it was a dump. The, the building itself was a dump. Like the Florida Armory was was fine. Cause it wasn't meant to be anything but, um, like an air, you know, airplane hangar with with seats in. Basically, it's what it was. Come but on Davies, in and
0: come on in and sweat your ass off.
1: Yeah, pretty much. But the Davies Arena place was like like just some old, just jabroni building, like the dump. And and Paul got it for you know nothing or next to nothing, or the guy ended up owing him money. Yeah, afterwards. Oh, you you want to run my building? Okay, I'll give you two hundred dollars. Yes.
0: You just leave you just leave a couple of chairs. Leave a couple of chairs behind. <laughs> I need a chair. Do
1: not spit on the
0: floor. <laughs> um did you I guess we would find out watching the shows as they air, but did you go on this trip with them, Chad? No, I didn't. I was actually uh
1: I was actually booked in Florida. Not well, not Florida. I was all, I was booked like not far from there. I was booked in Pensacola and Mobile for like 2 weeks, like that, that because you know, Paul never called nobody. There was no phone, you know what I mean? I mean, if if I, if I was important enough, he would have called me, right? You you would think. Right. Right. So I, some guy in Florida or Pensacola called me and booked me for like two weeks and I flew down there and I was only at at the closest, I was an hour and 30 minutes away from the one show, but I was already wrestling down in Mobile and stuff. I was Like, yeah, well, you know, if Paul, you know, Paul wanted me bad enough, he would have called me. But again, would he have flew me in? You know, probably not. That's what I'm saying. So I wouldn't have won anyway. Like, I'm not. I'm not fucking driving the fucking Florida. He, he he
0: probably took a greyhound. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> no. He 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 grabbed some fucking ham. They drove him. They promised him a push. Paul Laurie or something like that.
2: Probably the terrorist. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll, well, we'll get to that.
1: <laughs> yes, we will get to the terrorist.
0: My favorite. <laughs> Um, they open it and I like I like a lot when they do this at the opening of a show where they show you like a like little 15 minute 15 15 minute 15 20 second clips from action from the show kind of a snippet like a, a, a painting of what you're going to see throughout the next couple TV shows or what have you to show you some action maybe even stuff that's not going to be on TV that you could have quote unquote oh don't miss it when ECW comes to your town and they did one of those here, and and I think I I mean, especially from nineteen ninety five standards, at the uh, level that their company's at, it's a great idea. Um, I think the way I I think the
1: reason why they did it not only because of all the reasons why you said honestly, but just to add to it was just to tell the listener you're not going to see the ECW arena, you, you know. Mm. This is going to be a whole different This is a different look so it, It's not it's don't 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 turn off the TV <laughs> This is still ECW We're just in a different place But yeah I agree with 100% all the Reasons why you
0: said Aaron any uh, thoughts on Any of the clips because I honestly didn't Write any of the clips down I didn't. Know um, if there was anything you pulled from here that
2: Well in the clips there's Marty Jannetty I don't know who Marty Jannetty was wrestling but Marty Jannetty Does a dive outside of the ring Um, Hacks featured, and um, then we see... I think that was a local
1: guy that Marjanae was wrestling.
2: And then we see some shit with Hack. He's wrestling somebody. And then um, we see Stevie wrestling Luna. Raven's involved. There's a Sandman, Cactus Jack situation, and there's barbed wire around the ring, so you're like, what the fuck's going on there? And... (laughs) Then they show a little bit of a glimpse of the gangsters fighting all over the arena with the public enemy. And then we see Raven attack Tommy Dreamer um, while he is attempting to break up, while Tommy Dreamer is attempting to break up a fight between Todd Gordon and Bill Alfonso. (laughs) Good Lord. Paul Loria? And as Dreamer's breaking up the fight, and there's other wrestlers in there, um, Raven attacks Dreamer um, They battle back And forth Dreamer starts to get the advantage And this is until Stevie gets involved Helping Raven And then Luna tries to get involved And help but no dice And <laughs> End up uh, super kicking in DDT and Luna And then Dreamer ends up getting back Involved and running both of them off. They did all of this shit <laughs> in like 3 minutes on TV. On TV. So they did like 5 or 6 weeks worth of angle <laughs> in like 3 minutes.
1: it took you longer to the describe it than it took for the to happen. <laughs> <laughs> like he, 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 he sat here for like four minutes telling us this and all of a sudden it was all right, who's running out now? Running out, running out, running out, running out, bam, 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 bam. Just uh yeah.
2: Well, welcome, all right, everybody. Weeks, six uh, weeks of TV <laughs> in three and a half minutes. It's like all right, you know,
1: welcome to We Reliving the Extreme. We'll be back to you next week. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know Aaron. I know it. I know it kind of sucks for you to have to sit here and then you realize halfway through it, I got like seven more minutes of explaining this to do, <laughs> <laughs> just
2: just to get it out. It's like I'm Jesus. watching it
1: too, going, where, well, where, what the fuck's going on, dude? Yeah,
2: this was five weeks of episode in <laughs> <and> three months, <minutes. laughs> pretty pretty much.
0: Well, after that whole thing that Aaron described to us happens, um, we get Joey Styles introing uh, the show uh, with, the, with the banner behind him, and he's taking a somber tone because he discusses the fact that during the match we're about to see highlights from, which is a rematch of Taz and Eddie Guerrero against... Um, um, too Cold and Dean. Too Cold and Dean Malenko. <laughs> I wrote down Dean and Malenko. That's why I was like, wait, wait why did I write that down? Too Cold and Malenko. That uh, Taz had been injured, and um, is this a real injury? I can't remember.
1: Oh, it was, it was oh, fucking, yeah. it
0: was a, that was definitely a shoot. Because I, I, I got,
1: up. I got a, I got a phone call that night from, from, um, from people in ECW. Did you hear about Taz? That little short fuck. He was already five fucking six to begin with, or whatever. And, and when Scorpio dumped him on his head, they said, "Guy." Come back to the locker Like, where the fuck's your neck go? He
2: lost his neck. And that's what He's I was gonna. Ask, when I when I saw the move happen, that's what I was gonna ask Jack. Because I'm not a wrestler at all, obviously. Nah, yeah, You clearly are yeah, not. Clearly, I'm not. <laughs> uh, it, was that anybody's fault? Was it Taz Taz's fault? <laughs> was it their fault, or was it just a fuck up?
1: It was. It was a total. It was a total fuck up. I mean, totally. Because I mean. It, it, even it um I don't even know how to tell you this without it's not it's not that I'm I'm afraid of exposing the business, it's just the, how you do it. Um watch where the guy's head is between people's legs. Like go back and watch some of the Undertaker doing tombstones. Look at Jimmy Snooker. He fucked up his hair. He he, he didn't fuck up his neck. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it it kinda depended on where you put where you put your head at when you drop the guy and how you bump afterwards. Undertaker, he always falls forward with the guy's head lets the guy land and then pushes the guy over so he can cover him. But Taz was just the guy that would just dump you on your head but it wasn't dumping you on your head maliciously. He still, did, he still practiced the same work you know, safety standards, but fuck and Scorpio's got a big fucking head or whatever, you know, or, you know what I mean? fuck it was an accident and that's all it was and taz is the kind of douche that um he harbors that shit man like that shit that shit resonates with taz I, I i learned that from after this after this accident like he like he's like everybody else nobody wants to hurt anybody right
0: you
1: know nobody wants to like make anybody not make any money you know man
0: well,
1: when a they, lot, a lot like, of the guys hate that shit and taz taz was one of the first guys one of the first guys that I ever met that I knew legitimately hurt somebody
2: that felt so bad about it. You know what I mean? But yeah. Then we see when they spike him though, it's like, it's like when they go to like stuff him, like when I watch it, it was just like, there wasn't any like, Oh, we're going to, we're going to stop this. He just went boom like right into the fucking mat. And it was like, Jesus.
0: <laughs> well,
2: we also never had the fucking red X e- or the X either.
1: Yeah. I mean, we we never had any of that nonsense. Who was the referee? I don't know. He looked like the
2: guy, he looked like the dad from Family Ties. I don't know. Okay,
1: we had Dad from Family Ties was the referee. What was his clue
0: of signaling to the back that, that somebody broke their neck? Um, do you yeah, think I mean was jo- Joey. Joey even meant Joey even mentions in the in the in his intro to the match that Taz stayed out at ringside even after he was hurt. Um. So you know he's not if taz is hurt he's not even telling anybody or if he is telling anybody he's not he's refusing to go to the back until you know things are said and done he wouldn't is, even go to the hospital this is just stupid it's just stupid like you know what there's well, I
1: mean, like I mean I mean listen I mean I mean look at it from Taz's point of view he broke his neck but it didn't hurt him you know he he may, he may have been you know hurt you know sore.
0: He mm-hmm. thought it was a bump, you know?
1: All right. Adrenal- <laughs>
0: adre- adre- adrenaline's a hell of a drug, ain't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at Bruno. Stan Hansen broke his neck, and he still won fucking six minutes with him, you know? Um, So, yeah, Taz probably didn't even... There's no chance that Taz knew that he broke his neck. Because right, I know Taz. If Taz would have known he was broke his neck, it would be, see you later, thank you for coming, I'm out of here. saying You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it, it Tip the
0: band, <laughs> but I mean, the fact that he did stay there, you know, in hindsight, I guess, although probably not smart for his health, it helps build his reputation as a badass that he's trying to build, right? It's a, it's the gimmick, and that helps yeah. build that reputation, you know. And, and and
1: personally, I thought it was better because it was pre, it was pretty much pre internet. It was pre internet where you can just find anything out. Because you can easily would have clicked on twenty minutes later and say Taz injured his neck at the show, whatever. Taz knows so no sells the injury. If you were there, you, he got fucking hurt. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you know, and then there was no other form of, other than some other guy telling some other guy. And by the time it got to the other guy, it was uh, did you hear about Taz? His fucking neck got you know, stretched through his asshole and everything. You know what I mean? Whatever. This guy came run, you know. It was like by the time the story got, you know, so it was great because there was no internet. The magazines weren't covering ECW. Um, You had what Keller?
0: Keller actually at this point, at this point, um, as I look, as I sometimes look back through, Keller was the one really giving ECW. Even Meltzer hadn't. I mean, even even with Meltzer, he was still kind of treating it like just an indie. But Keller yeah. Keller sees Keller sees what ECW is before a lot of the other journalists do. I was getting Keller at the same time I was getting Belcher, and then I would actually get
1: I would actually read Keller first because I would read the ECW report because I would want to see on his ECW rundown was I because I didn't I didn't know was I on that week, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't know if I was on. And then if I did, you know, he never really had anything great to say about me. But he never bared me. It was like, I was like, you know, normally like, you know, Chad was good in his spot, right? For you know, like, all right, well, that's all I need. <laughs> as long as he didn't say that I stunk, you know what I mean? All I gotta do is stand there. <laughs> probably the I fact that Keller
2: standing. was young. <laughs> well, I, Keller cover, I was just gonna say with Keller covering the ECW saying it was probably the fact that he was younger. You know what I mean? And Dave was... Uncle Dave. Uncle Dave at this point. It's like, oh, if it's not Japanese lady wrestling, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Which
1: leads me to believe what does Dave watch when he's not watching wrestling. (laughs) Like the apartment shit. Yeah. (laughs)
2: He's jerking the tentacle porn.
1: He's, he's got all them little fucking cutouts in the old school magazines where you can order the Japanese like apartment wrestling magazines. Like yeah. all all his magazines. I'm going to buy his magazine collection and everything's cut out from the Japanese Yoshi mags.
2: Just a bunch of holes in the mouth.
1: <laughs> See, I don't know about all that. I'm not going that far. <laughs> uh, all, I'm, all I'm saying is the guy's probably got description to young Japanese girls. And you're saying he's got holes cut in the mouth of the magazines? I'll tell you what though, Uncle Dave, Uncle Dave gave me um probably the best review. Heat wave 94, me and Mikey. He gave me three and three quarter stars. I'm thinking, damn, that's pretty fucking good, considering I'm fucking pretty not pretty not good. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I
0: mean? <laughs> like, wow, that must have been a pretty good match. And this wasn't this wasn't like now, folks, where an opening match on a episode of dark gets five stars. This was back where the stuff in the star system actually meant something.
1: Man, nah, I think I was borderline. I think I was <laughs> on the borderline. Cause it, it was still, you know, every two weeks, um, Kawada, Hanson, Tenru, whatever match <laughs> was four and three quarter every single week. So, you know, it, 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 I was kind of like on the skewed end of it, but still whatever. If he, but, but he was there, he said, so that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm.
2: Like,
1: all right, so you, so you witnessed it? You witnessed the heat, you know that we got. Which like, I don't. I didn't even know we got heat. It was like third match, you know. It was right before like Metal Maniac or something. Like, <laughs> of course I shined. And <laughs> <If> I'm coming <laughs> out, <laughs> seriously, to marry you?
0: Well, the Guerrero. Obviously, this tag match is really good. Um, which Guerrero wins after a roll up on Dean Malenko. Um, I didn't have. A I lot of Go ahead. Sorry. No, you're all right. Uh, the only notes I got is like
2: about the actual injury of Taz, but a lot of the match is Eddie and Dean, and I could watch those guys wrestle every fucking day. They're so fucking good together.
1: So, so you're saying it's that, like, so, what, what are you saying that, like, when Eddie and Dean were going to the match, they had already known that Taz got hurt.
2: No, I'm just saying, like, my only note in the, like, one of my, one of my only notes is that Eddie and Dean work at each other. I could watch it every fucking day. And That's I think great. that I, I think they were professional enough. I, I think the guys in the match knew that Taz got fucked up.
0: Yeah, because and Eddie and Dean pretty Eddie, much,
2: Eddie and Dean pretty Eddie much after Dean the test,
0: yeah. like, we Eddie and Dean, out. after the after the Taz things happens, they pretty much just go into doing their own thing. Okay,
1: that's that's, a, that's what I was asking. Like, was it was there an Iggy sent to somebody, and then Taz and Dean or whatever Eddie and Dean were just like, all right, we'll just finish this off.
2: Yeah. yeah that's not I, right. and, and and I agree with you that Taz probably didn't think his neck was broke, but he probably knew he was fucked for the rest of the match, and was just like go. You know what I mean? Those those two were professional enough to just take the fucking match over and do their thing. I just
1: just wish I would have been there. I don't even give a fuck if I would have worked. If I was
2: in one of them that
1: jabroni battle royal if if I would have walked back in the locker room I would have turned Taz walked back like dude fuck put my fucking neck. (laughs) I would have just laughed my ass off just because I know Taz uh-huh. <laughs> oh, <I> went, oh.
0: <laughs> That's a shame, brother. He's going to be talking about this for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like he, he was Kurt Angle before Kurt Angle.
0: Um, after this matchup, Joey tells us that next week, Eddie Guerrero and D Malenko will have a match for the TV title on, on ECW TV. He goes into more uh, detail about the injury to Taz and then... Um, but we will also have an update on that next week. And then we go to uh Raven and Richards, Raven and Stevie Richards, um channeling Bula. Kevin and Beulick channeling Kevin Sullivan.
1: <laughs> Gotta love Florida, buddy. Right. And Gotta
0: before they even
2: before they even got through the promo, I like made a joke of oh, and then Mark Lewin emerged from the ocean. I'm like, oh Stevie went there. He brought it up. Yep.
1: I mean, who doesn't... I mean, I don't know if you fucking guys have ever seen that. Have you ever seen oh, yeah. that? with, oh, with de- Dark definitely. Eyes. So it's nothing that's gone left without seen. Right. Everybody's seen it. Okay. I, I just didn't know, like... Were they really hitting, like, you know, the masses with the Mark Lewin reference?
0: Kind of, kind of now, thing. Like, I, 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 can't I can't say that everybody at this time in 95 had seen that because of the, you know, because of the internet... Now I'm sure anybody that is Has any Any grain of salt as a wrestling Fan has seen it now I gotta say back in 95 At 17 years old I probably had never Seen it yet to be honest with you I know what they,
1: probably a, a third you know <laughs> well, yeah. Less than a third of their audience Probably did but yeah. anybody That's ever seen it was like that's fucking cool Dude you know That, that, is, that, was, that was some cool shit You know but Stevie coming out of the water or whatever. Well, I don't know what's going on over here. Yeah. Stevie, <laughs> whatever, Stevie, down here. Stevie,
2: stole, Stevie stole the show in this fucking promo. He did a great job, I think.
1: I, I'll tell you one little tidbit about that. Um, Raven told me it was like 40 degrees outside and the water temperature was like freezing. Like, and they had to do like
0: seventeen
1: takes, or, or no, maybe it wasn't seventeen, maybe it was seven, but they that's had to probably do like seven takes of that. That's probably why, think, that's probably
0: why at one point he's like, "Shut up,
1: Stevie." <laughs> I think I think Scotty was ripping Stevie. You know what I mean? I think he could have did it in one take, but I think Scotty wanted to see how many times he could just make Stevie go back into the fucking
2: water. Because I, I do know it was cold. It was fucking cold there. Yeah, Stevie did a great job. He talked about fucking um, Kevin Sullivan being two foot four, and and how he loved Florida wrestling. And then Luna showed up, and Luna ruined it.
0: Like really he ruined it. it.
2: She ruined everything. Like he said, she shaved her head down the middle. And walked around like a retard. Like he calls loser retarded.
1: It's Dude, like- he did say
2: retarded.
1: <laughs> and I was like, I looked around because Jess wasn't even here when I was I like looking around like can I should I turn this down?
0: I just I was surprised that the network didn't bleep it.
1: No like- shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> he, he did call her retarded. <laughs> I like, Damn. I get fired for that at work.
2: <laughs> Special needs, idiot. Yeah, Stevie, Stevie, anything you want to say about him? He did a great job here.
1: It, it, it's almost funny because, you know, I don't like Stevie, but it's almost funny. Like, he would have had to have done a great job the first time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so I got to go back in that water again. I would have nailed this. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, that's the way I would have thought about it. I would have nailed that shit the first time because I I ain't going back in that
0: fucking shit. He got, got me out here in fucking Daisy Dukes and a cutoff. <laughs>
1: It's four o'clock in the morning. The water's like 40 degrees. What?
0: <laughs> I'm nailing this in the first take, Jake. And then, of course, after Stevie talks about his, uh, Luna literally, he literally says, Luna showing up ruined his childhood. And um, then Raven, of course, goes on about Tommy Dreamer. And, uh, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was uh, it was good stuff. And like I said, a nice little, a nice little hearken back to, to, to florida championship wrestling and kevin sullivan and chad i was sure when i wrote down my notes here i was like i'm sure that chad is going to say this was definitely raven's booking to do this oh yeah <laughs> actually it was probably raven and Kevin's. um
1: there's there's uh, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna um, believe that kevin's completely out of out of any sort of the office whatever at this time But it's Raven's booking, but I'm sure it was with, you know, there's, you know, what can you do if I'm Raven and I call up Kevin and I'll tell him I like this angle that he did whatever 30 years ago, how did you pull, you know what I mean? How'd you pull it off? You know? Right. Yeah. There's there's totally ways they could have been in cahoots where it wouldn't have been anything differently, but yeah, that it was raving all, all over the place, and I'm just I, you know I just sit back and watch it because it's like stuff that me and him talked about you know, a bazillion times, like I mean it's 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 almost it's him and Chris Jericho, fuck both of them, <laughs> they both stole so much stuff from me. That, that, fuck both of them. Chris Jericho and Raven, go fuck yourself.
0: It, the the uh, the other note that I had, I actually wrote it after the match that we're going to... Not to join Stevie and Raven or anything like that, but how comedic would it have been if the terrorist would have just walked out of the water and passed them? Like, after a match? No, like, when they're talking, he just walks past them, and then later on we see him in a match with Mike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, all of a sudden I know where Raven's just yelling at Richards and then like in the in, like right behind over the shoulder.
0: Yeah, the terrorist just walks past. Yeah. You see Nick Camaruto
1: walking out of the water. Just uh and he just he walks right past Raven like you don't even know he exists. Right. <laughs> well well they, they would have had to have him dusting off the sand off his boots when he got into the ring. So for, you got you gotta connect the dots, buddy. Connected dots. Yeah,
0: sorry. I did WWE. a little I did I did a little I did a little Rousseau booking there. I had an A, but I didn't have a B or a C. Well
1: wow. you're booking you're doing WWE booking. Bro. It, 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 it's it's A and C booking. <laughs> Forget about
0: the B. And before we get to this match, which is Mikey and the terrorist, we get a fun little thing with Joey. I thought this was funny. He talks about the whole shit hey, who was the terrorist.
1: Was that Sierra?
0: I don't know. I
1: have no idea. Dude, if that guy was Sierra, he was pretty fucking fat. Like first year. Was...
2: You don't you don't know Aaron? Now I try I tried really hard to research
0: well, who the fucking terrorist <laughs> was.
2: <mentioned. laughs> no, I did. I, 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 Trolled all through the fight, fu- like I drilled all through the fucking internet trying to figure out who the fuck. So you, you said you
0: Googled who
2: was a terrorist? He gar- he go-
0: he, go- <laughs> he Googled terrorists so much the FBI is going to be at his house next week. <laughs>
1: like
2: that's why he's I being, can, that's
1: why he's being so vague with his answer.
2: I couldn't he, he see. He's being on. I really did try to figure out who. Was. <laughs> I have no. Okay. It just, we, it just, it, it just kept it kept coming up that, like, I was like ECW terrorist. Who was the ECW? <laughs>
0: terrorist?
2: And I just kept typing all this shit, and and uh, yeah. guess who the the only two people that popped up were. And it's no way it was them. Guess who the two people <laughs> that popped up most in chat groups? People were like, I think it was Don Morocco. <laughs>
1: Uh, okay.
2: But no, and then it kept coming up. Uh, Jack Victory. It's like
0: that's not yeah, Jack Victory. That guy looks nothing like Jack Victory. Like you can you no, can attribute like you can Blue you up. can attribute you can attribute lots of random masked men to Jack Victory. Don't get me <laughs> wrong, but this guy was not Jack Victory. No,
1: no, he was like the Alaskan Jay York. You know, like one of them, one of them kind of guys. There was no chance he was any. He wasn't even Dave Sierra. That's the worst. If, if you're not even the Cupid assassin, like that's the worst. Dave Sierra's done every gimmick like like that. But yeah, but this guy was just some slug fagging dude, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. and this ma- his mask was fucking retarded. <laughs> Maybe it was
0: Buddy Rose. And then he didn't even live as he didn't even live the gimmick brother because at one point he just looks at the crowd and goes, Shut up. <laughs> That's the gimmick. You okay, okay. You're obviously not Arabic. You're from uh, Nassau or whatever. Shut up.
2: He's from Nassau.
0: The Massachusetts terrorist. The Massachusetts terrorist.
1: Yeah, he was terrible.
0: The terrible terrorist.
1: That, that's what his gimmick should have been
0: Well he ended but, up being a terrible terrorist
1: like, before, before, like Who are these terrorists anyway in wrestling Like what, what is their agenda <laughs> You know what I mean What what are they trying to do
0: The Before this match even happens I just want to go back to it real quick Because I thought it was funny Joey shows the stuff from last week With fucking Rob Feinstein And he talks about him being a uh, Alfonso's personal videographer. And then he says, but now we're rid of him. So if you've ordered any ECW video cassettes, you'll actually be getting them on time and they will be of quality. And I just, I thought it was funny shitting on Rob. Oh,
1: of course, dude, that was, that was, it was, it was, it's always fucking great. It was, it's, it was always great to beat up Feinstein back in the day. Cause um, you guys ever get any videos from him. Yes, actually I did.
0: I have a couple of, of RF videos somewhere around here.
1: And how long did it take?
0: Well, I think I ordered them out of a magazine and it probably took forever. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because yeah. I'm in Ohio. I,
1: I mean I, I helped him a couple of times. Like went to his place and helped him um like help him back shit. And, and he was a one-man operation, man. One-man show, dude. And it, you know, I, I can understand how he got backed up. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's not that I, I su- support anything that he'd ever done or any uh, that he did or anything, but um, I just, I just know that yeah, he did it all by himself. And I saw yeah. his whole entire operation, and I was like, all right, man, not bad. Yeah, kid, littleins.
2: You know? No, it wasn't job. any
1: dilans
2: not a bad I, I, I was no part of ditals I didn't say you I, I meant him he's like oh I he's like well, he, he, he wasn't a side project yeah. main job
1: yeah he, he 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 didn't he didn't step outside for a second to diddle
2: you know hey I'll be right back I'm gonna go diddle my main jobs out there at the parks.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, you know, hey, Tech, can you change these UWF tapes? Meanwhile, I mean, like, where are you going? Oh, I gotta go diddle. Yeah. Oh,
2: I gotta get my windowless van and make
0: shit happen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's
0: my window, a- my windowless van. It's good. It's just got that black teardrop window in the back.
1: Oh, it's white. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. But he's got a whole oh. bunch of videotapes in it. Like that's the sad thing. He's not even showing any people like any of the kids that he molested. He's not even showing them like I'm sorry, Nat. He's not even showing them tapes of like um other kids being molested. He's showing them like mid-south 85. <laughs> like that's the worst. He's like, "Hey, what do you think about Magnum TA?" Look at them short shorts.
0: Check out Check <laughs> out the Simpson brother. Check out the Simpson brothers in world class.
2: Yeah, drink, uh, drink this warm milkshake and watch. Uh, <laughs> 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 drink hey,
1: drink this warm maybe you're milkshake this. and watch. look Holy at this That's Kamala. <laughs> Kamala Cocoa Puffs. What do you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> drink
2: Kamala Cocoa Puffs. I'm just thinking about him <laughs> making people drink warm milkshakes and making them watch something. I know You gotta make him watch something
1: Some bad wrestling Like the guy from the fucking Different Strokes bicycle shop
2: And watch Gordon Trump Try to force himself (laughs) On Gary (laughs) 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 Pullman
1: Oh Oh. 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 Hang on Um. (laughs) <laughs> yes, 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 that's what you got to do. And somehow you got to involve Skandar Akbar. Is Skandar Akbar Mr. Horton? You listen here, Gordon Jump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you take this picture with Dudley, uh, I'll beat your ass.
2: Oh, oh this is too much. I see. Einstein's like, do you want to watch Kimono Wanalea dance atop the ECW arena? Well, you gotta drink this warm milkshake first. <laughs> 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 and,
1: and the bicycle, and the bicycle I'm gonna give you, it's got an AMFM radio on it.
0: <laughs>
1: oh shit.
0: <laughs> well, the moral of the story is the moral of this story is Mikey Whipwreck beats the terrorist <laughs> with a high-class body. <laughs> that's the moral. of The story. That's the, that's the moral of the story is. Uh, I
1: thought it was you can diddle people. <laughs> okay, whatever, whatever you want, Nate.
0: And, but then the weird thing: Bill Alfonso comes out, and I believe says the terrorist is his cousin. Oh, I, I
1: don't know. Hey Jess, we just did we just did 20 minutes on Mr. Horton's bike shop from different drugs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jess, don't give a fuck. Yeah. Go ahead. Um you said the, the terrorist if it was if it wasn't Dave, if it wasn't Dave Sierra. That's that's Bill Alfonso's brother-in-law or brother or whatever.
0: But doesn't Aaron, did he <coughs> did Bill Alfonso say that the terrorist was his cousin that he had brought in to protect him? Cause that's what I heard, and I was like, "The f- where the fuck is this going?" I well, have no that's
2: fucking that's... idea. I know he winds up being his bodyguard. Who knows? the The terrorist is Bill Afonso's new bodyguard, and he calls out nine one one. And then in but that was for that one show. Yeah, that was for that and one. They show. Predict, yeah, and they predicted the future, but in reverse, because it's it's not. 9/11, but the terrorist won. Oh, shut shut yeah. up.
1: Go go back to somebody diddling somebody. <laughs> we're not we're not going we're not going by some conspiracy theory that Bill Afonso <laughs> <laughs> um, predicted 9/11. The <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Aaron? It's gonna be the it's it gonna be the so worst day good. in American
2: history, Daddy. Was- oh, hang on.
1: I gotta, I gotta tell justice yes, this motherfucker just said that Bill Alfonso predicted 9-11 based on the show that we're watching today because he called for 911. I don't think I've anything, heard anything more outlandish than that.
2: Your Alfonso all
1: right, all right. was behind the 9-11 attacks. Okay. QAnon. Bill Alfonso's behind QAnon.
2: <laughs>
1: Jesus, dude. Why, why
0: are you worried so much about Bill Alfonso? When Bill, when, Bill Alfon- when Bill Alfonso passes away, Obama's going to come on television and go, we got him. <laughs> 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 I, I don't, I don't I'd like to happen. tell everybody I'm very happy to announce <laughs> Bill Alfonso, <laughs> we got him.
2: The 9-11 yeah. attacks. Alfonso getting his revenge.
1: No, no, he's not. No. (laughs) Look, I'm not saying anything about any of this because I have aspirations of running for local office. All right. I'm not gonna be be affiliated. Anything with anything to do with Bill Alfonso and Mr. Horton from the bicycle shop. I can't do it. (laughs) It's not good, it's not good for my credentials.
2: Alfonso next. so, been like, stop, just move on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we only got like an hour
2: here. <laughs> <laughs> What's Alfonso doing now? Probably 20 to life. <laughs>
0: we get a, an, annoying, an annoying public enemy promo and a fire escape. Discussing the gangsters, <laughs> which they end with one of the worst catchphrases in wrestling history, "Rockaby baby." I hate that. It's so stupid. But anyway, New Jack City. Yeah, but for Red, it just doesn't work. <laughs> it got from New Jack
1: City. I'm sorry, man. I'll finish <laughs> laughing sooner or later. Coming out of <laughs> their <laughs> stupid faces. That's from uh, that's from like, that's from New Jack City, right? Yeah, but they sound so stupid saying it. I don't well, know. because it's because they said it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and it's hard. It's hard for me to differentiate between whether I think it's because it's stupid because they said it, or they they said it because they're white. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. It, 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 it could they it could have could, easily been either way. They could have just been just Geronies and said it, and, right, we get it. But they're pretending to not be like typical like white, white people. So you know, it's like rock bye baby. <laughs> Like he eat all his syllables and shit. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Public enemy, man. At this point, what? I mean, are they? I don't know what, what's left at this point.
0: Hmm. Deesh. I mean, I can't. I can't honestly. Well, we're in July of ninety. I mean, I mean, like, like it, on the horizon. Look, look at
1: the, look look three
0: fucking look three months, to
1: four months into the future. What's left? um you're not bringing in the sheep herders right
0: nope
1: you're not bringing in the moon dogs
0: they've already doubt- they, they've already done that they've already done the dance with the pit bulls now we're into the gangsters
1: right and i doubt rock and roll you know at that time weren't working so you know there's the nostalgia teams aren't there and, and and aren't we like right on the cusp of um uh what's his name not Terry Gordy, but uh Tommy Rogers. Is that coming up anytime soon?
2: Uh Tommy doesn't show up until late 90s.
1: Okay, yeah. I mean but yeah, but like now I'm just I'm just grasping at this point going, who do we have left? What's what's left for the Public Enemy? Is it gonna be balls and axle? I did they, I mean you can do you can do what balls and axle for three months,
2: right? Did they do anything with I'm trying to remember? But do they do anything with because Bubba's gonna be coming in soon and then devon will be coming in soon? I don't think they do anything with them.
1: They don't do anything with them until like uh almost um late ninety six because I was gone by that point.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say by mid-96, like just a, or is it just after or just it's before right. in WCW? That's what I was gonna say. They're in WCW by mid-96. Um so yeah, I guess, I mean, I guess we'll find out. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a public enemy history aficionado. So I don't. Doubt Dude, out. whoever
1: the, whoever the person is is a fucking jabroni. <laughs> if if somebody mentions on the website, you know, post all that shit, like shut up, Archie. What's the matter with you, Mitchell?
0: Well, yeah, public match enemy on...
1: was uh, public enemy was only on top. If you look at it for the grand scheme of things, like what two and a half years, if that, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about two and a half years, bell to bell. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, you know, yeah, boom, they were in, gone, bam, back before you even knew it. As soon as they went somewhere else, they realized, ooh, <laughs> yeah, it's a great. Ever Not yet. so much. Yeah, I, I'm going back to Philadelphia. Which it sounds funny. You leave Philadelphia to go to like WCW or WWE, and then you get beat up, and you come back to ECW. <laughs> Or you got beat up.
2: Can the name of this show be Alfonso Bill Laden? I don't give a shit
1: what. After the jokes you said today, I don't give a shit what you fucking call it. <laughs> Dude, you had the show. I was laughing, so I don't even know what we even covered anyway.
0: Something <laughs> well,
1: about Alfonso and Tony Ramon or some shit.
0: The last match that we'll cover here um, is the Pitbulls against Bull Payne and is it Joe DeFuria? Is that the guy's name? <laughs> Stop it <laughs> I don't know that, I don't know if they even remember
1: If they said the guy's name I'm not even sure if Bob Ortiz didn't say it wrong As a joke Like at this point
2: <laughs> Joey just but, says his last name And it's, it's like It's just It's just Bill. It's it's Bull Payne and some dude in some white pants And they get the fuck beat out of him <laughs> in, in, what, in, what,
0: in what looks like a ring full of cocaine Oh you said it no,
1: I didn't say
2: that. Yeah, and then, then Antony, like, and then Anthony Antony, Antony? Antony goes to try to do a fucking <laughs> suicide dive over the rope and just oh. completely misses everybody and just smacks his head on the fucking ground. <laughs> it's insane. Like, he jumps over, misses everything smacks his head on the ground and just gets up. It's like, what Dude, that's, that's
1: not even the worst one that he's ever done. Like He's done that so many times. And it's like, why doesn't somebody tell Andy that that's a fucking stupid move for you to do? Like <laughs> the one he did against the fucking pit bulls. When like, I, I, and if, if, if I, if I had a, if, if I was in front of a court, I would said pit bulls, they sidestepped him. You know what I mean? If you were to, if you were to ask me, But when he dove over the top rope and he landed on his head with the double dog collars on Raven and and whatever Richards and landed on his head, I would have thought, this fucking guy's fucking dead.
2: There's no chance.
1: Like, there's not even a chance he's going to roll over, you know, and get into a field position so we can take medical attention to him. But this motherfucker just rolled over, rubbed his head like he just, like, like he heard his shaving or something. And, he got back up and the whole locker room just stood up like it was like me, Raven, like um a couple other guys. We all just stood up like, what the
0: fuck? This
1: guy just dove over the top rope, landed right on his head, smacked that with the concrete, and just he rubs it. Like that's uh, I'm all right. So that's when we knew, like, all right, this this motherfucker can do he can take anything except steroids. Yeah. <laughs> that's what killed him, right?
2: Yeah, uh, I think a gunshot killed him. I think. No, no gunshot, no. It wasn't steroids. But
1: oh anyway. he well, he was always involved in that shit. Though. So it it was it could have been gang related somehow.
2: No, I think he overdosed. I don't think it was on steroids. Oh, oh he, he was definitely, he was on, definitely on, steroids. on steroids. I know he was yeah. on steroids, but that's not what killed him. Oh, all right. It was a different drug. But in this match, <laughs> in this match, he tries to dive over the fucking <laughs> place, lands head first on the goddamn floor and just gets up and he's just like whatever and keeps going about his business. And I'm just like Jesus, Christ. I'm telling you,
1: dude, that guy, that guy was amazing, man. I've I've never he he probably. I don't know I've never I've never I've never been a witness To a whole lot of fights In the back Like a lot of guys have so I've never really seen any of that shit But if I were to say If, if you were to tell me Ask me who One of the best guys In the locker room or, fuck, fuck, big too. <laughs> that guy You
2: know I've never seen him Beat anybody But like, he landed on his head <laughs> You know like, what I mean If I would have landed On my head Like that guy did In this fucking match I'd be talking <laughs> Through a fucking computer, like fucking Hawkins.
1: Dude, he, he reminds me of the guy that's he's climbing up that big, gigantic ladder on the cartoons, and then he's going to dive off into a glass of water. You know what I mean? That's fucking anything. If you just ask him to do it, oh, yeah, I'll do it. He won't even ask you about how much, <laughs> you know, like that. Oh, yeah. You want me to dive 120 feet to a glass of water? All right, that's fine. Bye. Right. Cool ball. It's nothing. It's nothing, yeah, brother. It's nothing, brother. All right. Uh, I, I don't want to tell you. You're the 138th person that I asked.
2: But, okay. Well, like Aaron like said, after, they- after I watched him take that bump and then saw the Taz thing, I was like, Taz is a pussy because fucking. <laughs> yes. Anthony, Anthony Anthony went from the ring
0: All the way to Anthony.
2: Anthony Went from all the way From the ring to an unprotected floor And just popped back up and finished the fucking match Working and Taz is like Oh brother I'm hurt <laughs> but Anyway and,
1: and not to mention it was in the ring It was in the ring Antony, Antony do over the top rope and land the head first on the floor.
0: Yeah,
2: that's what I'm saying. It's like Antony's the baddest ass son of bitch. Oh. Fucking roster.
1: Dude, I, I know fucking Taz. Taz. Taz is not the baddest bitch on the roster.
2: I'm saying, I think man. he's
1: scared of Bob Ortiz. Antony's the man. <laughs> oh, dude. he was the man, dude. Uh, I have a couple stories that there's 100% chance I'm not going to share on this fucking podcast. <laughs> um, but, but uh, I mean, even though whether he's, whether him or Gary are alive or dead, I don't want the ramifications of any of that happening. So They might show up in my book, which might be available shortly, by the way, once I find somebody that could write it. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: after the, after the Pitbulls win this match, uh, Stephen Richards comes out. Uh, to taunt them. They want Raven to come out and they just start beating the shit out of Stevie. And then Raven does come in a fight ensues. The Dudleys come out and they uh, are helping Stevie, the good Dudleys, (laughs) Um, helping Raven and Stevie handcuff the pit bulls to the ring or to, to each other at the ring post. uh, Obviously vampire warriors out there with them too. And at this point, finally we get the answer. Uh, Joey does refer to them as still husband and wife on this episode because when uh, when Luna suplexes uh, Vampire Warrior, I always want to say Gangrel. He's like he sees suplex her own husband, so they are still married at this point. Apparently, I don't know. Did anybody? I, I, this is
1: not this. I ain't being a dick or anything, but did anybody give a shit? Probably not. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, did did Joey just say it for the um the smarts? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. All right, that's fine. Yeah, I, have no, no, I have no problem <laughs> saying that. But I mean, other than that, me watching it as a as a fan, going, I don't give a fuck. Man. They're, they're, I mean, in my opinion, they're both fucking Geronis. Although Luna later on became a you know a pillar, not a pillar, but you know what I mean, a staple. Later mm-hmm. on, I thought she did. I mean, I became good friends with Luna, so I ain't got no problem with Luna. But you know, David was just a kind of a his problem, I'll tell you what his problem was. He wasn't, a, he wasn't a go-getter, you know? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, shit.
0: We can still hear you, Chad. Right. Uh, yeah, I had
1: a message come through. I didn't know how to do Um Yeah, but his problem was he wasn't a go-getter. He didn't really, he didn't, Dave didn't know, he, or maybe he does now. I don't know. But he didn't know how to push himself, or he didn't know how to politic. And, and fucking wrestling Politics sucks, man. You know what I mean? Like Luna can do anything she could have done to get her a job there, but whatever she could have done to get herself a job there, it may have cost him not getting a job there, you know what I mean? Right. Right. It's what you gotta do. I mean, it's politicking. It sucks in the wrestling business. That's that's why I don't I don't that's why I don't fuck around with it. I don't politic, I'll tell you that. Fuck you book me, I don't give a fuck who you book me against. Fucking you know, Archie Mitchell, you know. Whoever. What do you want me to do? Losing two seconds. All right. Sure. Fine. As long as I get paid. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. He's going to sandbag you. Oh, well, why? I'm not picking him up. <laughs> there's nobody, there's nobody going to sandbag me. I'm not by slamming anybody. Fuck you. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know I mean? No. How about this? Um... I do my one spot. I have one spot. or like whatever the you know, you know, everybody has the one spot, right? Five five moves seen or whatever and all that shit. I got the one. Five spot. Moves of doom. I hit the Russian leg what's that?
0: Five moves of doom.
1: <laughs> well, I mean I have I have the um I have my spot, which is the Russian leg dance. You know what that is, right? Where they crouch down, kick a leg out. And then cross down, kick a leg out, cross down. I do that. I do that. It's my it's my Bear Miguel come comeback where the guy clubs me from behind. And I just keep doing the Russian leg dance until I baby face up. And, and that's it. That's all I do. That's the only spot that I got. And I used to do the um that's the only spot that I got. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, fucking he's dead. the people they, clam- they clamor for it. Like, they, they don't want me to do anything else. So when I get tagged into the ring, I get beat up like I'm Bushwhacker Butch. And they just club me from behind and start beating me up and then everything else. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we hit a spot where it sets me up to do the Russian dance. And it gets the big spot. Like, that's all I get. That's all I get. That's the only high spots that I got. Whatever. It works.
0: Well, overall, what did you guys think of this episode of BC? I enjoyed it. I
2: based it off how many pages of notes I have, and I only had one page of notes, so I didn't have like a lot of.
1: That's great. To,
2: I didn't have a lot of shit to make fun of, so I was like, "Yeah, this was a good show."
1: Yeah, I I totally agree. I mean, so what, I mean, on a grade level, Aaron, what do you give it?
2: B plus. Okay,
1: that's solid, man. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty high grade. Um, for, for my scale, but that's fine for you, man. Um, I think, I thought the show was, 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 very good. Um, it was a way different, better environment. I thought it, I thought it was, it was good for the aesthetics of the promotion to make it seem like it was a, a, a bigger promotion than just the same arena every single week. <laughs> matches were fine i mean the cuban assassin still i have a problem with but uh
0: well the, i was gonna say even the t- even the terror thing even though he was kind of ridiculous the whole intent of, of mikey getting the upset still served its purpose you know he's a bigger guy he looks stupid and he's a bigger guy and mikey got the upset so even in that it still served its purpose in the long That's- run That's the exact reason why he was there. That's what I mean.
1: Like, you know, who in this locker room hasn't Mikey already beat up? You know, because it it, would have been the core, you know, nine people that were there. You know, Dreamer, Raven, Sandman, blah, 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 Bibbles. You know, the core people. We need somebody for him to beat up, you know, kind of thing. Um, Yeah, I think this is is a, a really good trend. They're um they're really on a good upswing with these shows because, like I said, aesthetically it looks great. Uh, I, I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a B plus too, Aaron. I, I I'm gonna agree with you.
0: Good. What about you? Some fucking Nate. <laughs> 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 I agree. I agree with you guys. B plus all around. <laughs> like Why? I said, I thought even 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 well because even even with the worst of the show, which is the the big goofy terrorist. Even the worst thing on the show served a purpose. Like none of this show felt like a waste of my time. Um, none of this show felt like Jesus Christ, why is this on television? I enjoyed watching it from beginning to end. Even even the big oaf, even the big oaf the terrorists served its purpose. So I agree, it was a good show. What if the terrorist
1: was Buddy Rose, and we don't even know? Him? <laughs> the
0: away giant... The blow-away diet kind of worked. (laughs) In (laughs) some definition. That's going to be a wrap for this week's show, everybody. Thank you for listening to Reliving the Extreme. And uh, I just wanted to remind you, before we sign off, uh, we actually are available on Patreon at this point. If you want to throw us a little bit of funds to help support the show, you can do that. And you also get bonus material as um, I put up the unedited... The unedited... um, audio and video for each show recording which i mean if an average show is you know final products 55 minutes the 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 unedited is probably an hour and 20 we go into a lot of other things that we don't talk about on the show a lot of comedic stuff i think this week it was like an hour and 20 minutes of recording so it's a blast Um, we're also going to have bonus things on there and there's also a tier where you could be a uh, co-host periodically on the show as well so If any of that interests you, hit us up, patreon.com backslash relivingtheextreme. There are different tiers available with different content. Um, We are going to be working on some bonus shows as well. So just want to throw that out there, patreon.com backslash relivingtheextreme. And thank all of you for listening regardless. We appreciate your support and your listenership. And we'll see you all next week. Have a great week, everybody.